This is Open House, presented by the BC Real Estate Association. On this episode, we talk to lawyer Jamie Matthews about the Landowner Transparency Act and Registry. But first, let's look at what realtors need to know right now. Hi, and welcome back to Open House by BCREA. I'm Shahid Devji. Thanks for joining us on Lucky Episode Number 13. This show was recorded on November 25th, 2020. I hope you enjoyed the last episode of our show with our guest host, Tony Joe, and his guests from the Real Estate Council of BC. I certainly enjoyed listening to all of their insight. Very experienced gentlemen. On today's show, we're joined by another experienced gentleman. That's Jamie Matthews, who is a lawyer and BCREA's legal counsel for Standard Forms. He joins us to talk about the Land Owner Transparency Act and Land Owner Transparency Registry both of which come into effect on November 30th and what implications they might have for realtors. But before we get to that conversation, let's get to what else is new. On the topic of COVID-19, we have entered the second wave of the pandemic here in BC. And as a result, the provincial health officer has issued a number of orders and directives. Among these is a non-essential travel ban across the province in effect until December 7th, at the least, as well as masks now being mandatory in indoor public spaces. BCREA, along with the Real Estate Council of BC and the Office of the Superintendent of Real Estate, strongly encourage realtors to temporarily discontinue open houses at this time and use virtual tools wherever possible. When it comes to private showings, BCREA and its partners are continually updating the Safer Showings guidelines for realtors, as well as the Safer Showings checklist for managing brokers to reflect these new provincial orders when appropriate, so keep your eyes on those for the latest. If you're looking to stock up on professional development hours for 2021 or are interested in a specific topic, BCREA is offering special holiday pricing on all of its online courses. From November 27th until December 31st this year, all online PDP courses are 20% off with the promo code HOLIDAY20. That's HOLIDAY20. There's a great selection of courses which can be purchased now and which you have a year to complete. And if you're interested in learning more about being a part of BCREA's board of directors, BCREA is hosting an information session via webinar on November 30th, where some common questions will be answered about what being a director entails and how to apply. Finally, in its November 2020 housing market update, BCREA reports a total of just over 11,000 residential unit sales recorded by MLS in October 2020, which is a 43.8% increase over October last year. The average MLS residential price in BC set a record of just under $813,000, an increase from $722,000 last year. BCREA Chief Economist Brendan Ogmanson says low interest rates and a recovering job market are contributing to strong sales and says that prices are being pushed higher by a lack of inventory, with total provincial active listings close to 14% lower in October 2020 compared to October 2019. As always, for more information about these items, visit bcreapodcast.ca and click episode 13. It's time for our featured conversation. The Landowner Transparency Act, or LODA, and the Landowner Transparency Registry, or LODER, both come into effect on November 30th. These were created in an effort to end hidden ownership, crack down on fraud, and close loopholes by collecting information about interest holders, or parties who don't have a direct ownership, but have a meaningful relationship or indirect ownership in land. 
and with them come new reporting requirements filed by legal professionals when an application is made to register an interest in land. But where do realtors fall into the equation? What do you need to know and how should you be advising your clients? To address that and more, I'm happy to welcome Jamie Matthews back to the show. He's a partner at Ferris LLP and is also BCREA's legal counsel for Standard Forms. So Jamie, thanks for uh, rejoining us on the podcast. Always good to chat with you. Yeah, no, thanks for having me back. Okay, so Loda and Loader are coming into effect on November 30th. And from a lawyer's perspective, what is this registry intended to do? The registry, the act, what are they intended to do and, and what should realtors know? All right. Well, the uh, the province introduced um, LODA as part of a comprehensive plan in the 2018 budget to address concerns about housing affordability in British Columbia. Uh, you know, at the time, the two main purposes were stated that they really wanted to hide and or sorry, end hidden ownership of uh, in real estate, um, and they also wanted to prevent tax avoidance and evasion. Um, the government stated at the time that it is taking uh, action to end hidden ownership through the creation of beneficial ownership registry uh, in order to crack down on this tax fraud and to close loopholes that um, were seen to have existed in the system beforehand. Uh, LODA introduces mandatory reporting about indirect ownership of land in British Columbia, uh, essentially being all ownership interests that are not registered on title in the land title office. Um, LODA will require that all reporting bodies uh, that have an interest in land in BC provide information about the individuals who hold beneficial interests in the property, uh, and that information must be reported in a publicly accessible uh, beneficial ownership registry. And and we've we've heard for for a long time now, um, you know, the province's uh, interest in in cracking down on on money laundering, and the Collin Commission is ongoing, and this is you know it, it's part of that equation. Um, and and you talked about sort of what you know what you know tangible outcomes you know are 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 ahead, but. Well, I think what realtors will will be wanting to know is is their own business practices and if they're going to change um, as as a result of LODA and LODER, specifically as they deal with conveyancing um, and these new reporting requirements. Do you foresee uh, you know how conveyancers deal with realtors changing? Yeah, and I think there's going to definitely be changes that happen um, in sort of all aspects of of a conveyance from uh, the beginning when buyers are out looking uh, right through to the end um, when the uh, conveyancers are closing the transactions. Uh, I think the primary change for realtors uh, will be that there are going to be discussions regarding beneficial ownership um, that are going to happen now that probably in the past didn't happen uh, as much as um, as maybe they should have. Um, realtors will start advising their purchasers when they're entering into purchase agreements about the registry. Um, and in particular, if the purchaser is going to enter into a purchase agreement um, with a corporation, a trust or a partnership, uh, they'll have different uh, considerations that they may have to think about when they're um, when they're doing that. Uh, realtors should also consider if there are beneficial owners of a property that's being purchased. Uh, those beneficial owners should be notified about a potential sale um, and in particular may need to be involved in the transaction um, as it as it progresses. 
the the other thing that um, everybody needs to keep in mind is that collecting the information for this registry may take extra time because there are more parties involved than there used to be. Um, and so uh, closings may not be able to happen as quickly as they have in the past in order to get things ready and, and uh, parties will have to think about that when they're setting their timelines and their offers. Okay, so a lot of what you're talking about, Jamie, is is having conversations early on with uh, with clients and and you know prospective buyers, um, and you're also talking about uh, that conversation being had to to focus on you know advising the clients that there might be more time for closing required, and then also when there might be more time for closing required. So you know, you, you talked about additional time. Is there a specific instance where we know ahead of time that there is going to be more time needed? Yeah, and I think what it comes down to is the the reporting requirements uh, have been heightened for reporting bodies. Um, and so when there's a reporting body involved, um, th- we know that there's going to be extra filings and extra information to track down. So let's sort of take a step back and talk about what what that is and what the filing process is, is going to look like. Um, so whenever a transfer is being registered in the land title office now, we're going to see a, a sort of this two-step obligation um, with the uh, loader. Uh, first, every transferee, so every every, every purchaser or, or recipient or a registrant that's putting their um, application in is going to have to file a transparency declaration that indicates whether they are a reporting body or not, and if if they are a reporting body, what type of reporting body. If they're a reporting body, they have a heightened obligation where they also have to submit uh, a transparency report, which discloses specific information about each interest holder. So uh, a reporting body um, is going to fit into uh, three main, main categories, either a relevant corporation, a relevant trust, or a relevant partnership. And the, the definitions are, are of those three are quite broad um, and do, they do have some exclusions. Um, but generally, what uh, people should remember is that if they have a corporation that's going to be registered on title or if there's an owner that's a trust, uh, a beneficial owner that has a trust that, that's there, and that includes either a bear trust or some other form of trust that's been set up, um, or a partnership, uh, which could be a general partnership, a, a limited liability partnership, a limited partnership. Um, we know that there's going to be extra disclosure, and so people need to take time to um, uh, collect that information in order to to complete on time and not be in breach when it comes time to close. Right, and in terms of the actual filing of the the transparency declaration and the report that you're talking about, if needed, this is something that the, the lawyers and and you know conveyancers will be doing. But for for real estate professionals, is is there anything specific they should be asking their clients ahead of time to prepare for these uh, you know scenarios and to know okay this 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 closing might you know take longer than expected if it's not just you know husband and wife, for example, who don't have a, a trust or partnership or corporation who are buying a, a home, do, do they need to collect any new information from the buyer early on? Or is that information gathering kind of done by, by conveyancers? And it's really about just being able to identify um, that you know, this, this transaction might need more time. 
Yeah, I think that's the most important thing, having that discussion and identifying the issue uh, that more time might be needed um, and to get advice early if need be. So if there's uncertainty, so if a realtor doesn't know um, whether there's going to be heightened heightened disclosure required but sees that there's a corporation involved, um, then it may be worthwhile recommending that you get the legal advice early so that the parties can um, can be ready for the type of disclosure they're going to have to come up with and and plan their timeline on the transaction accordingly. Right. And when I bought my home, uh, the, I saw the lawyer at the the last minute and I didn't, I didn't talk to them um, until, you know, days or whatever before closing. And, and so um, this might be a change in when the, the realtor brings the lawyer into the conversation, especially to speak to the, to the buyer um, earlier on in the process. And that was just my example and my experience, but um, it's one experience for sure. So as as you've explained, the buyer's conveyancer should be completing these filing requirements. But are there any responsibilities for the sellers uh, under this kind of new loader loader um, framework, or, or or current property owners here um, for for filing information? Yeah, no. So that's right. The the registry the on a transfer. So in most situations, a purchaser will be filing a transfer uh, when they buy a new property. And the seller's not involved in uh, making the declaration that we talked about or putting in the report that we've talked about. But um, so in that part of the transaction, sellers really aren't involved. But where sellers are are involved and should consider, and maybe seller's not necessarily the right word, maybe current owner is a better, better word to use there. Um, current owners have to keep in mind uh, that they will have obligations as well. Um, for starters, there's a there's a, a bit of a grace period over the next year where um, current owners who own with it, own their property in a structure that would otherwise be caught under the um, under the reporting regime uh, will have to report their um, their structure uh, and file the necessary uh, transparency reports um, so that they're on file and the act sets out the timeline for when that has to be done. Um, the other thing that current owners have to remember is that um, if there are any changes to beneficial ownership or to that structure um, after they've made a filing, they have an obligation to update that. Um, so those are sort of their ongoing obligations. Um, the other thing that they have to remember um, is that after uh, the registry becomes public and searchable in uh, the spring of next year, um, potential buyers and others will be able to search the registry and see the structure that's been disclosed and beneficial owners will be listed. So it's important for the, for sellers to remember that that's out there and it's important that, that sellers or current owners when they're doing a transaction um, they should be ready for questions from from purchasers or other parties they're dealing with uh, regarding the beneficial owners uh, because it's going to be readily available to uh, to those other parties. Yeah, and, and this, it, it seems, you know, quite nuanced. Uh, and I, if realtors are hearing it for the first time, uh, the, having these new conversations with clients might uh, might seem like a lot. And, and I think it's important to note that, um, you know, these are 
it's obviously new times and, and, and new legislation and new requirements and and specific guidelines for realtors on sort of how to deal with this um, are expected from the Real Estate Council uh, of BC, you know, any time now. And, and that might provide a bit more clarity in, with regards to what specific actions realtors maybe are required or should should take. Um, but what you've been talking about to, throughout this conversation is is just having those conversations early on so that um, at, at the very least, you know, buyers are, are aware of, of what they, they might be, be asked when, when closing, right? Yeah, no, I think that's right. And I think the other thing to keep in mind um, is that both for purchasers and for current owners, um, they need to remember that when they're filing these transparency reports, um, they've also got to make sure that they keep the beneficial owners uh, in the loop and give the proper notices. So the act provides that um, there are times when they have to give notice to these beneficial owners about what information is going to be made available. Um, because there are some cases where beneficial owners may not want that information available and the act does provide for um, uh, an application process to uh, to keep that information um, out of out of the public regime, but it on, only in certain circumstances. So in those cases, people should be looking at it and getting advice as to whether or not um, those may apply as well. Okay. Is there anything else you you think realtors should be thinking about with respect to to loader and loader? November thirtieth is when when this all kind of takes uh, effect and and um, you know closing. Uh, you know, deals closing on that date. I'm sure you know re- people are, are are dealing with that already uh, as much as they can. But um, you know, certainly transactions from November 30th onwards, um, this will be kind of new for everyone. Is is there anything else you wanted to talk about um, with respect to what what realtors should be thinking about? Um, with respect to what realtors should be thinking about, again, coming back to what we've talked about a little bit already, the key is uh, have the discussions with your client. Um, Talk about these these issues early, and tr- uh, so that you can identify um, whether or not there are other beneficial owners that that may need to be either disclosed uh, in the registry, or whether any consents may be required from those those parties before the property can be dealt with. Um, and you know, with that early discussion. Um, that gives you the opportunity to uh, to plan ahead to get uh, the legal advice that's ne- that's needed if necessary, and uh, that w- that way you should be able to avoid uh, last minute issues that come up. Right, and and um, you know BCREA has published a couple blogs on on the topic with some some tips for realtors uh, with how to deal um, with with these conversations with your clients. Uh, like we said, keep an eye out for. Uh, guidelines from council. Uh, the landtransparency.ca website has uh, a lot of great background information about the act and the registry. And, and I would really um, encourage realtors to read through that, the FAQs, watch the videos, just make yourself as, as aware as, and informed as possible so that those conversations are easier. Um, and then just keep an eye on on, on, on news with respect to the topic, because uh, I'm sure it, it will evolve. And um, Jamie, I, I think this conversation as a starting point is super helpful for, for our listeners. So, so thanks again for taking the time. No, thanks for having me, Shea. This is good. Thanks again to Jamie for joining us today. As I mentioned, keep your eye out for guidelines from the Real Estate Council of BC and BCREA website for any additional information that comes out about Loda and Loader. 
That brings us to the end of this episode of Open House by BCREA. I hope you enjoyed the show. And as always, while you're waiting for the next episode, follow BCREA on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for the latest. And we'll talk to you again soon.